Mornings with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull. The podcast. Turnbull, so uh, your fiance is now five months? Four months. Um, coming up on four, I guess. Four months. Yeah. Four months. So my by my math, that's five months till she's Yes. Yeah. That's going to be a July. <laughs> yes. Hang correct. on. July yes. 15th? Yeah, well, yeah, that's what they tell us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it'll be within uh, a couple days of that. Um, do you think that after, you know, first one pops, you're just going to go back into full you know, firing Turnbull mode and just like get back on the horse and boom, 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 rapid fire. Next thing you know, we talk to you, you're like, oh, I got four kids now. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, we're, we're, like, I mean, we want to have more than one kid. So yeah. we're not going to wait, you know, too, too long. But that that said, I haven't had one kid yet. So we'll wait and see how, yeah, that goes, how it goes. Yeah. 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 I've got a few friends that, that kind of did that too. I uh, have the first kid and it's like, oh, geez, this is yeah. a lot. And, you know, and we have two. And last night was one of those prime prime examples of why we're not going to have any more how many years apart are they five. Oh, okay yeah so oh. so the little yeah so my daughter like she was in school by the time the little guy was born it's just you know kind of a nice gap uh where we were living in ontario at the time child care was like seventeen hundred dollars a month it was like we can't even afford to have another kid yeah. this is crazy like my wife might as well quit her job yeah just so my kid can go to daycare what the hell um so yeah last night i don't know the kids were just being kids and it's you know you, you try and have a thicker skin, but they were just getting to me last night. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? One wasn't eating. One was complaining. It was just like, ugh. <laughs> this is why people don't have kids, and I get it. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, they bring you so much joy. And uh, once you get past the second kid, once you're around that turn and uh, you're around third base, you know, it's an automatic minivan. Once you have yeah. three kids. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, it does, especially yeah. if they're under the age of... They make some really cool SUV-style minivans now, yeah. don't they, that are, like, not as embarrassing? <laughs> like, I have the third row in the back of mine, yeah. and it would be such a pain in the ass to drag a kid in and out of there, not to mention their, their boots are always gross and, like, there's, you know, hands all over, and then you don't see all the stuff they're leaving in the cup holder. Next thing oh, you know, yeah. you got wasps in your vehicle <laughs> in January. It's like, how does this happen? Um, and, man, when I saw this dude yesterday, when I saw this uh, son of a gun, uh, NBA young boy, he's a rapper. Okay. That's his name? That's his name? NBA young boy. Young boy. NBA is boy, boy is B-O-I, isn't it? Well, of course it is. It's got to be. Uh, you know, disappointingly, it's not. Oh. A missed marketing opportunity. Yeah. Who's guiding this NBA young boy? NBA? Like the like the basketball league? Never broke again. Oh, of course. Yo. Why did oh I even ask? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's... Oh, yeah, no, going. it's awful. It's, it's, yeah, it's that, terrible. Now I'm mad. That's but, so stupid. But this kid is 21 years old. <laughs> mm-hmm. And his girlfriend on Instagram yesterday just revealed that... He uh, <laughs> is on his seventh child. At 21? <laughs> At 21. Holy. Like, I don't even think I had sex seven times by the time <laughs> I was 21. Uh, That's crazy. 21? <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that absurd? Uh, that, all- that never broke again might be revoked. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like- Honestly, dude, guess what? Seven kids. Six wow. different baby mamas, like you're done. Although this one is with Floyd Mayweather's daughter, yeah, yeah. So they are oh. all different moms. Yeah. He's, Holy. He's Dad of the year, yeah. that guy. Ooh. And more listeners for his SoundCloud files. <laughs> I don't have kids, but I think if I did, this is one thing that would really stress me out. Is about when it comes to if you're running an errand and you leave the kid in the car. Like, say if you're paying for gas and you're just running into the gas station instead of unbuckling the little guy and carrying him in and 
doing the whole baby seat thing and putting him back. Um, I don't Especially know. Especially with winter clothes, it's way worse. Oh, yeah. Like, just you think it's bad putting a kid into a car seat because they don't want to go? Like, it, it, add winter clothes into the mix, and it's just, it's the worst. So, is the, <laughs> is the rule here that you're, you're just never supposed to leave your kid in the car? Like, even if you're at the gas station and you're running in to pay and you lock the doors and the vehicle's running and he's warm? I don't know if that's stupid. I think stupid. everywhere. Yeah, that's, Nowadays. The, that's the rule. You're definitely not supposed to do that. But, but yeah, like, like, I don't know what the cutoff age is. Like, if the kid can babysit himself or, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I think it depends. Like, in some states, it's the laws are different. Like, you have to be a certain amount of feet away from the baby, and it's allowed. Um, so this happened in Oregon oh, last week. Um, a woman went into a gas station. She left her baby in the car. And we've heard these kind of stories before where the thief jumps into the car, steals it, turns around. He sees the baby. She's standing there. She's panicking. Uh, she runs in for them to call the police. But as this is going on, the guy drives back up to her, pulls up. She comes, waves her over. She realizes it's her car and the guy that stole it. And he tells her that he called the cops on her <laughs> because she left her baby in the car. He took the uh, baby out, gave her the baby, got back in the car, and then took off and continued to steal it. Uh, so when cops showed up, um, <laughs> they they ended up not catching this guy or finding her car as of yet. But uh, they didn't end up giving her a ticket because she was within 20 feet from the child. So if you're within 20 feet from the car and your kid is in the car, you're allowed to leave your baby in the car. Uh -huh. So she ended up getting charges. But he did call the cops on her because and he, and he, the staff said that he pointed at her and screamed at her that she was an irresponsible parent and that he notified the police. <laughs> Thank you, social justice warrior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, people do the same. They smash if it was hot weather. You know, people smash the windows if it's a dog or a kid. Yeah. Or, you know, if it's too cold. Like, I, you know, yeah. wherever this in Oregon. I don't know what the, the weather is. but she, The car was running, so he just mild. hopped right into There's it. There's just so many. Like, I mean, you get these stories of the, somebody stealing the car that's got the kid inside. Or you get the other one where, like, my brother, I remember. I don't know how old he was. He was very young. And uh, my mom went into same story like something like a gas station or something to pay whatever and he locked the doors oh. and she, and, you know the keys were in the car and so then she's now like like nick come on like oh you got out and trying to talk to the kid through the window <laughs> the kid's the door, just like, you know like <laughs> screw your mom yeah exactly what a little crap. i, know, I, I often <laughs> wonder if uh because we actually are yeah. not a car but the back door of our house um it's got one of the handle locks and then it's got like the two latches mm. uh because it's a garden door and my little guy will lock me out and like stand there and look and wave like a demon. Oh I'm like, my God. aha, who's the dummy, buddy? We have a numbered keypad on the side door uh -huh. so I can get in the house. See? So I was like, yeah, I'm too smart for you, guy. I'm an adult. You still crap in your pants. <laughs> I can remember maybe March when we were like laughing about uh, working with masks and stuff. Remember when I put on like all the masks that I gave Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, Rogers, parent company, sent us all the masks to uh, to wear, whatever. Like, it, you know, it was early on in the pandemic, maybe March, something like that. <laughs> and we strapped all of the elastic bands around the back of Turnbull's head and then put the mask on him and tried to see how long he could breathe for. Yeah. Yeah. What did we get to, 10 masks? I think we got to 10, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. pretty good. It was yeah. almost the watermelon effect where you wrap yeah. so many elastic bands around it that's going to explode. <laughs> Turnbull's turning red, red. red. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would have yeah. been a heck of a mess in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was reading some uh, this doctor that uh, recommends that you wear two masks everywhere. Mm. No, double the protection. Huh. Yeah, double your fun, double your pleasure, double your protection. Surgical mask and a cloth cloth mask over it. Oh, I mean, <laughs> third mask. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think like really when you think about it, the more masks, 
probably is going to protect you, right? Yeah. Except you can't so, breathe. Except, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I said, like, it doesn't surprise me that, well, two masks is better than one. Well, yeah, probably. Three masks is better than two. Just get yeah. one mask right? with the little filter thing in it. Yeah, five-point racing harness is, is safer than a yeah. regular one-point seatbelt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? It, 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 yes, you're right. Like, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, are you still frustrated about the mask, though? You know, there are some people that, that walk out of uh, the grocery store and just, like, rip the mask off. Like, they've just, <laughs> you know, like, you'll see people just walk out of a store and, like, before they're even in fresh air, it's just like, mask is I kind of hope the mask trend sticks around after a bit. Like, I hope it's not weird to wear a mask to the, like, cause if you are, say, year, two years from now, if I have the flu and I got to go to the store and get cough medicine, I'm probably going to wear a mask now. And yeah. Whereas before, you never did. I wouldn't even have thought about it. Even when the yeah, mask no. came in here, I was like, this is weird. It yeah. got normalized pretty quick, which is cool. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool that it got normalized that quickly. Um, and I haven't I, got sick this year. You know, like, yeah, I feel like has. it's been pretty good. Um, like, I'm the like as soon as I leave the store, I'm taking my mask off. Though. Yeah. Like, I don't wait sure. to get in the car or anything like that. Like, right. It's I not sometimes like a, forget, though. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. You find yourself driving with it on your, oh, I still have this thing on my face. Well, and then once in a while, you know, you got to hop on the old Bluetooth and you're, oh, right, I got my thing on. So then I like pull it off to one side like a maverick. <laughs> like I'm the Top Gun guy with the oxygen mask, you know, just kind of kind of driving around. Yeah. Um, I tried to wear a mask yesterday and I'm super regretting that I didn't because uh, my lungs today feel like I, I've smoked like 40 packs of Marlboro Reds. Um, I was just doing some work uh, outside, ripping down some... Uh, Oh, you know, some uh, soffits mm. and just all the crap that was in there, all the wasp nests mm. and stuff. And But I was trying to wear a mask, but the problem was I was wearing safety goggles because I didn't know what was up there, like as far as the insulation falling in my face. <sighs> so I, I would try and wear the mask, and then the glasses would fog up, and then my eyes would start tearing, and then they mm, would ice up. And course. it was like, it, I don't know, the mask, you know, the functionality of it, um, in, in a lot of cases, yeah, it works, but I don't know, man. Like I had a coffee the other day, and I put the mask on, and I was like... What is that? I'm like, oh, it's my breath. Well, yeah, the breath thing, the, the mask <laughs> smell of your breath is pretty gross. Like, that happens to everybody, right? You yeah. really realize, man, does my breath actually stink yeah. this much? Like, do, do I have people dead breath? Exactly. Like, you don't realize, like, man, do I? But do when I you're wearing the mask, breath? it's your, it's holding it in. Like, yeah. when you're not, when you're not, I think your breath is going to smell more when you're having the mask on anyway. I never know what to do when I've got a sneeze when I've got the mask on, though. Oh, you got to let it fly. You got to open the mask up? or you, Like, you can't really, that's kind of counterproductive. Sneeze on people? Well, no, but like. Yeah, but do you want to sneeze, you sneeze in, in the your mask? Because then you're, you've got it all over oh, your face. God. Or do you take the mask off and sneeze into your elbow? That's what I've been doing, but like, I don't know. Is that wrong? I've been doing, th- now I'm trying to think of if I do that, but I'm pretty sure I pull a mask down and then and I then sneeze, sneeze into yeah. my elbow. Yeah, otherwise you're just sneezing in your own mask. That's right. gross. Yeah, just recycling the COVID <laughs> ventilation. <Yeah. laughs> it's just sending the old COVID droplets right yeah. back up into your old, hey, I was just about to sneeze out the COVID. Oh, it's back. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I can't see me wearing a mask in a in a situation like i just always feel weird like the, the mask etiquette right now is it's it's at an all-time weirdness because we were at the forks last week and there were tons of people walking around with no masks i had mine kind of on because i'm like i like i'm outside but am i supposed to be masking it right now mm-hmm. don't want a ticket yeah no the rules are indoor public places you have to mm-hmm. outdoor it's kind of your discretion but the thing is with our winter luckily like when i've been going for walks and stuff i just have the neck warmer pulled up right so it's like you got the you've got the mask sort of because you're covering your face right mm-hmm. right but you don't have to wear like the actual mask yeah i don't know up to your discretion i wonder what this does for bank robbers going forward you know, like the idea of wearing a mask isn't really that threatening anymore because, like, they, people working at the <laughs> bank, the tellers have seen people rolling up with masks for months and yeah, months exactly. now. They're like, oh, okay, here's just another guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, this note says that he wants 
$5,000 in small bills. Oh. TJ, I know your son loves dinosaurs, correct? Loves him. He thinks he is a dinosaur. Big dino guy, yeah. Yeah, big, huge dino guy. Yeah. Kids love dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. They do. Oh, yeah. They go into a phase. They love dinosaurs. Usually, they'll grow out of that phase, though. And and it doesn't matter if it's a boy or a girl. Like, I have friends with daughters that equally love dinosaurs as much as my son does. Yeah, I I don't remember girls my age when I was, uh, you know, like 14 thinking I was a dinosaur walking (laughs) around like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember, like, girls pretending to be a dinosaur. Now, like I said, usually, usually they'll grow out of that dinosaur face. Yeah. Although there's all, we probably all know at least somebody in our life that was a dino fan, you know, when they were a lot older in grade school. Well, uh, in maybe stepbrothers. Still. In stepbrothers, that's a perfect step example. Brothers, the guys pretend to be, uh, and they're they're grown men. They're grown yeah. men. <laughs> they pretend to be dinos. So if you happen to be one of these, these guys that still loves dinosaurs or girls, yeah. that still loves dinosaurs, then man... You are excited about the news that has come out about the Sitacosaurus. Uh, yeah, I saw it. Okay, what, what? So the Sitacosaurus, they found this, this dinosaur remains in China a little mm-hmm. while ago, and scientists were uh, doing some tests on it, trying to determine its, its skin color. But then that's when they noticed that there was other stuff that was preserved. Oh, yeah. Specifically, the dinosaur's butthole. Okay. How did they know that it wasn't like his ear cavity? Weren't, weren't the, didn't it, it was, <laughs> when the big bang happened, these two dinosaurs were caught. Were at, they? Yeah, so I think they were still one in They're the in other the when they were found. Well, no, I don't right? know if that's, I don't know if that's, that's accurate, because the way that this dinosaur does it is uh, all through, what they found is that this, this butthole of this dinosaur, why they think it's so unique, actually the quote is perfect and wow. unique by this scientist. Uh, they said it's a one of a kind Hole, mm-hmm. so it's, it's where teeth. you go. It's where you. It's where they went. The bathroom, both P and number two. Oh, okay. It's where they. It's where they. They did the breeding, and it's where they did the egg laying, and they would kind of smash, smush their their butts together. Oh. to, to kind of go at it a little bit. And there was some kind of secretion that impregnated, impregnated the other one. Yeah, and the weirdest part about it is that well, that's the weirdest part. But yeah, like it's already weird that we're talking <laughs> yeah. about sixty-five-year-old ass. <laughs> like. Okay, get my million-year-old ass. Get weirder here, Turnbull. <laughs> they said the dinosaur used its hole for everything, which explains why researchers found a fossilized poop in the butt when they came <laughs> across it. They said it's like a Swiss Army knife of excretory openings. This is a this is huge news. This is huge. It must be a huge ass too if it's like a Swiss Army knife. Like it does all these things. <laughs> there were glands on it. They found that would release a fatty, smelly substance when the male was ready to get it on. Now imagine that in the bedroom, but that's just why, when I you're about to go at it. In the animal world, I think that's fairly common where they release a scent where they're like, "What's they're up? Scenting? What's up, ladies? Ass? I don't know if that's normal." <laughs> well, they spray something. Do <laughs> you imagine that was like a fetish that like we inherited from the dinosaurs? Like, oh, just come in, crop dust me, sweetie. Oh, I'm so in the mood now. That's great. You wish. Now on my pillow, too. I haven't had conjunctivitis yet in 2021. Please. Give me pink eye. I love it. In his last day in the White House, President Donald Trump had the ability to pardon some people himself. 
was actually uh, one of the people that he could have pardoned, but then he would have had to admit to crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, same story with his family. So he didn't do that. But uh, he basically got off a bunch of uh, business executive uh, bigwigs. He got off some of his shady political pals. And uh, he let off some guy named Michael Liberty, which, I mean, that guy deserves to be free just based <laughs> off his name alone. Yeah. And uh, Lil Wayne was the other one. Not Tiger King, though. Didn't Which is pardon the Tiger King, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. He also, another rapper, Kodak Black, uh, both were convicted in Florida on weapons charges, and yeah, they're out. The uh, the Tiger King people, Joe Exotic's people, were so, like, they thought for sure he was going to get pardoned. Mm-hmm. They had a limo ready to pick him up at Fort Worth, Texas. Aww. Yeah. And he didn't get pardoned. <laughs> the limo was in El Dorado from 78. <laughs> that was all rusty. Don't get too excited. <laughs> hey, yeah. it's me, Joe Exotic. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that guy's going to rot in jail for yep. a little while longer, hey? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Carol Baskin roams as free as the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's been pretty wild in the States over the last uh, four years, really. And I think a lot of people, myself, would fall into this category of just kind of relieved that it seems like we're going to get some sort of semblance of normalcy as opposed to, um, you know, what's transpired in the States with uh, a president who took to social media, really used social media, was yeah. the first guy to use social media, but use it for the negative. And it really brought out the worst in a lot of people. And I'm really hoping that this new government that's coming in the states they do a little bit better at, at unifying the country and building those bridges mending them anyway and it's just like sort of the professionalism aspect of it too right the last four years haven't been the most professional when it comes to the leader of the country and you know politics aside i don't think you know i'm not saying joe biden is the the be-all end-all when it comes to the best person to, to be president of the united states but like you said there can be some normalcy back there and some t- him actually taking the job you know mm-hmm. professional and uh less just circus sideshow yeah, it sure felt like that, especially after what happened on Capitol Hill, where you've got a guy with a buffalo head walking out of there with, uh, you know, he's got some some souvenirs, some other guy stealing a laptop, some guy taking a podium. And it's like it was just a, it was a joke. And it was actually kind of sad to watch, like the United States just crumbling. And I know it's just a small, small percentage of people that are doing it, but that's what the rest of the world's seeing. Yeah. And today with uh, the inauguration, I think it's, uh, it's going to be great. It's the first time that uh, a female is going to be yeah. um, the vice president. I think that is is good for everyone um joe biden you know uh, he's 412 years old he's older than confederation um he was actually one of the founding fathers <laughs> he was the dad of the declaration of independence um but you know i think uh, i think he's coming in and he comes from from the right place yes he's a career politician but mm-hmm. he seems to be coming at this from some you know from the standpoint of somebody who wants to do better. And in his first few hours of president, uh, he is going to be signing a series of executive actions that will be reversing a bunch of the things that Donald Trump mm. did, like orders on immigration, climate change, and just lots of stuff to do with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So pretty, he's got he's got a big mess to clean up. Yeah, plus he gets the uh, Twitter password sometime around <laughs> noon today. Um, so we decided to uh, well, grab the phone here and, and call as close to, to the Capitol as we possibly can. This is right in the heart of where the inauguration is happening in Washington, D.C. We go uh, live to 1248 Pennsylvania Avenue and the Sunoco gas station. I'm yeah, hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good, sir. What's your name? Uh, my name is Minto. Hey, Minto. Nice to meet you. My name's TJ. I'm calling from the number one radio show in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you're at the Sunoco gas station on Pennsylvania Avenue, correct? Right. Is there anything happening in D.C. today? No, no, no. It's fine. It was, I see it's fine, everything. Really? Everything's good? Yeah. 
It's quiet? Nobody's because, gathering yeah, in the streets? It's, it's, it's quiet because I was working right now. So uh, I see that, you know, it's less car driving people, but it's very, very quiet. Nobody walking downside. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. No Proud Boys dancing in the streets today yet? No, no, no. Nobody yet. I, I work by myself. Oh. I didn't see anybody. My, my store inside, outside, nobody. Oh. Okay, so if uh, <laughs> if you can just take us back to last uh, last couple weeks uh, on January the 6th when everybody was storming Capitol Hill, were they stopping in your gas station to grab uh, gas for the Molotov cocktails? Uh, that, that day I was not working. I was sick, you know? Oh, thank oh, God. Oh, wait, were you one of the guys in a mask? <laughs> yeah, I was sick because I take a vacation like one month. Oh, Whoa, okay. must be nice. <laughs> got to get those Sunoco <laughs> benefits. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, uh, listen, bro. hey, thanks for the chat today. So, uh, Joe Biden, a pretty star-studded event today. Are you looking forward to seeing J-Lo? Do you like J-Lo? Hello? <laughs> if you were going to eat J-Lo, where would you start? <laughs> So sometimes if you want to buy a new house, there's always strange, or not always, sometimes there's a few, you know, strange little quirks that come with the house, things that they have to, uh, like, let the, like, if someone dies in the house, you got to let them know, right? Yeah. Like the person that, right, that's a rule in Canada, you have yeah. to. Is that, is that true? Yeah, that is a material latent defect, to say the least. But is that, is that? You do have to let the. <laughs> and, and, and then you, there's, yeah. Right? Yeah, you do, yeah. Or, or if there's been like reporting, uh, reported uh, like but ghosts, if, ghosts if and stuff. Because what I heard is if it's died of natural causes, it's you don't oh, have okay. to report that. Sure. Yeah. Really? That's, that's yeah, yeah. It's like if there's a, a murder. murder. If there's a murder, yeah. you have to report it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So natural causes, they don't? No. Well, yeah, people die. We, like, sure. that just happens. Yeah, yeah, I know. But I still want to know if someone like, died in the house. My house is 100 years juju. old. There's probably like there's a lot of people. A lot of natural causes in that house. A lot of them. Believe me. I was rooting around in the attic the other day. I couldn't believe it. Uh, there's a house that went for up for sale in the UK. It's a three-bedroom house that went up on the market, and uh, potential buyers have been warned because this one comes with something interesting. Uh, it comes with the former owner because he's been buried in the backyard. Oh, jeez. So if you got a great deal on a house that you love, the house is listed. It's around 220 Canadian. And it's a townhouse in the backyard. I actually sent you guys an email with some pictures if you want to look at it. Um, the the backyard's kind of small, and you can see the plot where, where the old man is buried. He was born in the house. He died in the house. And it was his final wish to be buried in the backyard. So his family has put the estate up for sale, but they have to yeah. let people know that there is a yeah, he's body buried. in the backyard. Yeah, he's buried. That makes, that makes sense that you would have to... Tell somebody of course, that they're yeah. buried, but not would like you, you know, he just some, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah. yeah, of course. But you want your dog you, just digging up in the backyard deter, and coming up Would that deter you from buying the house if it was a great price and it was the house you wanted and the neighbor heard you wanted, but there, you knew that there was a dead guy in the backyard? I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I don't think it would bother me that that much. Like, I'm not a big, you know, like, I, I see where you're going with this. You're thinking, you know, this could be haunted or this could be whatever, right? Well, yeah, but even just knowing that for, the, like, the house for the rest of your life, your kids are playing on top of someone's I mean, grave. I have I like my dad's weird. ashes in a, in a bag in the closet, <laughs> yeah. like, where we put our coats. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm not one to really talk here about, yeah. you know, yeah. weird practices but it, but with, it also the, uh, is with the dad. Your dad. You know, this is... Yeah. Some guy that you've never met. I'd be buddies with him. I'd go out there and like pour him a little little scotch every day. Like just be like, hey, what was his name? Did he have a name? Seems like a nice man. I'm not sure what his name was. Seems like a simple man. I mean, he lived in Middleton, Leeds his entire life in the same house. That's 
That's wild. That means he lived at home till his parents died in the yeah. house. Yeah. And that means, like, he was like the original millennial. <laughs> yeah. He lived at home till he was 75. <laughs> we can't even blame millennials for living at home too long. I mean, this guy lived there forever. I don't know, the house looks a little sketchy, too. Like, it just well, looks. I don't really have a problem like with a, it. it. The body, it's not like the body's in the house. It's not like you got to, you know, no, it comes with the body, like, you know, all put up on the wall or something like that. I like, it's just buried in the backyard. Whatever. I would just have a heart. The backyard's not even very big. Like, it's he's taken up a good chunk of it. And you, it just, it'd be so weird. What if ground shifts and it starts to come up? Well, or like an arm stick. What if like you're in the car? I don't know. <laughs> like, I think he's it freaks in a me coffin. out. It freaks me out. Yeah, he's in a he's coffin. In a, he's he's in a coffin in I assume. They just wrapped him in toilet paper and threw him in. Boy, this family sure loved their dad. They just just threw him in the ground. They're like, here you go, Larry. I don't know. I don't think I could do it. No. It just freaked me out just looking out the back window and just being like, oh, there's the old guy that used to live here, Jim. <laughs> and the kids are running around. Dogs are taking craps on his grave. Like, I like feel it just like seems so disrespectful. Graves are, 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 are dug pretty deep that yeah. you don't have to Six worry feet, about. I believe. Yeah. So I don't think you have to worry about, like, you know, it coming up or something like, like that. Like, was your dog, like, <laughs> tunneling his way? Like, exactly. I think it's the, the fact the that they're playing and on top of. A dead body is weird to me. It seems disrespectful. Like the like he's going to be mad. Like the ghost would be mad. Tell yeah. your dogs to stop pissing on me. Yes, if there were ghosts, they would be mad. <laughs> there are ghosts. There are. <laughs> I'm just thinking. I it'd be my luck. You know, I'd plant potatoes out back, kind of forget that the old boy's there, and oh. go and dig up like some giant Yukon gold nugget. Next thing you know, you're pulling up like the guy's foot. And you're yeah. like, oh. Seven six two five five five. If you want to text in and join the conversation. Your very first car, do you remember? It seems to me, I was having this conversation with a buddy of mine, and it seems to me that everyone's got an affinity for the first car that they own, that they ever owned. Well, it was your first taste of freedom, like true, true freedom. Like, yeah. I don't need to go to the den while dad's watching his, you know, uh, City Confidential on A&E. I don't have to go bug him, mm-hmm. you know. I don't have to, to bother mom from watching her stories, you know, young and restless. She's ironing, eating Cheetos, and uh, drinking Diet Pop. So, <laughs> you know, it's just like grab your keys. That's right. Out the door. Because there were, like, I mean, you could obviously you could use your parents' vehicle, but you still have to always ask them, right? Yeah. And it's different when you had your own vehicle where it was like, I don't need to ask anybody. I could just take the keys and go. Yeah, and usually by the time you get your first car, you've got your first job, and yep. it's uh, a mode of transportation for that, but also gives you that sense of ownership and, and the pride of ownership and, and just the ability, the independence to pay your own bills. Did you guys uh, get cars before you were done high school? Yeah, I uh, got a, the 1988 Cutlass Sierra, oh, Oldsmobile. Yeah. Oh, dude, the shagging wagon. My mm. God, did I love that vehicle. We, it was I, a panty dropper. I called it, uh, it was a Sylvia the Polite car because you you walked, you got into the car. It had a little, it was way ahead of its time for 1988 because <laughs> it had in the middle console this like digital thing that would like tell you good morning. Yeah. It would tell you good afternoon. It would, it would tell what? you the weather outside. She was so nice. Like it was, it was, she was so polite. Yeah, she was. You know, and uh, yeah. actually it was, ask before, you know, Turnbull would bring girls in the back seat and be like, is it okay if I take off your bra strap? now and Turbo would be there with his ass pressed up against the window in the Walmart parking lot in West oh, oh I don't want to think yes, that. Okay. Yes, okay. please do it please please <laughs> that thing that like I can remember like because in high school when you're kind of you're you know you drive like an asshole and you think you're king shit and all that stuff right but yeah. I, the, my, that Oldsmobile had like an indestructible bumper like the amount of times 
that I would, you know, slide on the ice and hit stuff or whatever. And there was never any damage to my car. Mm-hmm. I got so cocky in it that I started to slowly drive into my friend's vehicles just to prove a point that they would get the damage and I wouldn't. Uh-huh. I loved the Col- the Cutlass Sierra, the Oldsmobile. Uh, it's funny because along that same vein, the General Motors product, we just got a text at 762 It was uh, texter331 three, three, said, 1979 Buick Skylark. Okay. Chick magnet. Red <laughs> felt interior. Yeah, this mine was blue felt. Oh, but no, that no, felt. it was velvet, wasn't it? Uh, could or, or could it be felt? <laughs> I did a lot of feeling, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first car? Do you remember your it first was, car? Yeah, it was a, it was a uh, 87 Aries. I drove a, a Dodge Aries K car. And then shortly after that, uh, I saved up my 2200 bucks, And it was the uh, same year, I think, 88, something like that, uh, Nissan Pulsar. NX, okay. and it had T-tops, and I thought it was so dope, and I worked at Linenwoods Husky, and the guy that owned Linenwoods Husky had a like an old-style Pontiac Parisienne, yeah. and I had this vehicle for a couple weeks, and I was driving, listening to Eminem's, uh, whatever album came out after the Slim Shady one, like, so 2000, 2001, something like that, when I started driving, and I was listening to Eminem, I got the T-tops off, cruising through Linenwoods, there's, like, chicks rollerblading, and I'm like, hey, and then all of a sudden, like, I stop at a stop sign, and the vehicle just breaks. <laughs> And I'm like, damn it. I'm like, what's going on here? So I called. Did it make sh- that high pitch noise? Uh, I love seeing vehicles like that. I blew the rods right out of the, the engine or whatever. Yeah. And I didn't know what that meant at the time. But the guy who owned the gas station, Jim, was like, hey, I'll, uh, I'll, come, I'll, I'll come grab you. And I'm thinking he's going to pick me up and we're going to call a tow truck. He's like, okay, I'll just get behind you here and I'll bump you back to the gas station. And I'm going like. Well, that can't be good. Oh, no, it'll be fine. Prezian's got a good bumper on it. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't think the Pulsar does, bro. And, like, we got back to the gas station. My bumper was all, he's like, dude, a bumper is the least of your worries right now. You're going to need a new motor <laughs> yeah. in this thing, man. <laughs> yeah. What was yours, Rena, first car? Uh, I had a Sunfire, Pontiac Sunfire, Sunfire. And I was, like, 20 years old when I got it. I didn't have a car. And I was one of the bus kids. We were broke. <laughs> Roxy sticker. Had the uh, the lay the Hawaiian lay in the window. Roxy <laughs> sticker, no. Quicksilver. Um, there was always like another. Said no fear on the side. No, oh. <laughs> no, I didn't have any decals or anything. Too bad. I'm disappointed no. in that. Some text coming in here. First car, 2003 Chevy Impala. Best party car ever. You had three in the front, three in the back, and three in the massive trunk. Oh yeah. You carry mm-hmm. a lot of people in that car. Used to love that. Uh, my buddy had a Toyota Echo the first year that they came out, and we would get like I don't know. This is really bad, but like. 16 people in it. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Dri- clown car. Yeah, drive to Selkirk to go cause mischief and then yeah. like turn around and try and get out of there. Three guys in the trunk of the Echo like throwing crab apples at guys in the parking lot. I was fortunate enough and I was an 80s child. I was born in 71. But in 87, 88, my first car was a 1967 Mustang Coupe. Whoa, buddy. Hot shot. <laughs> I was blue on blue, and you know what? I didn't even realize the girls would now come up to me in high school going, that car's beautiful. I'd be like, well, yeah, you, you want to ride? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just anyway, remember, it wasn't because of your looks or your personality, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, so uh, Winnipeg Jets last night. It's always nice to see uh, a little bit of karma. S- send me the audio you're going to play. Oh, why? I can't play it off your computer right now. Oh, okay, sure. I'll do my best. I Oh, okay. Well, this is just going to throw a little wrench. Sorry. Anyway, okay. So uh, the Winnipeg Jets last night playing in Ottawa. And, you know, this team, they didn't look great in the first period. I guess that, it was kind of the same thing against Toronto the other night. I was going to say, kind of a bit of a trend. And against Toronto the other night, they were nine, the shots were 19-1 to 1 at one point in the second period. 
Yeah. Um, started off kind of slow against Calgary, too, in their first game. Slow. And then they started off slow again uh, last night. No line A last night either. No. Nope. That's uh, the second night in a row. Who knows what happened to him? Uh, Fortnite injury? Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Speculation. Do you, still, do you think he still plays? I'm sure he still plays. Think he Probably. Still plays I'm sure he still plays. <laughs> well, I didn't realize if anybody still played Fortnite. I'm not doing it, so I just assume <laughs> either everybody is or nobody is. Um, so yesterday we got a call on the bone phone, and it's always great when uh, you know there's a little karmic retribution. Uh, if you want to leave us a message anytime, by the way, 780 City, 780, or sorry, 780 Bone, 780 And this uh, this message came from a guy. Uh, we played it yesterday after the Toronto Maple Leafs loss. Yeah, I got a bone to pick with our Winnipeg Jets uh, coach there. What is the deal when how many power plays did we have tonight and no scores? And what do you do? You pull a goalie at the end. If you don't can't score in like five chances on power plays, uh, you ain't going to score pulling the f***ing goalie. Yeah, so and then uh, we kind of jumped all over that guy and said, yeah. well, so what, are you just not going to try from here on out? <laughs> no. Like, oh, no, we're good. We'll just play even strength. Yeah. And we're really uh, excelling five on five even right if now. You, even if you can't do it, I mean, the odds are you've got a better chance if you've got one extra player than the other team. Yeah, so last night, 77 <laughs> seconds left. Uh, Brossois goes to the bench. Yeah. And here are your Winnipeg Jets <laughs> scoring a goal and sending it to they overtime. Did it. They did it just to prove that guy wrong. Yes. That's what 77 they did. seconds left. Yeah. No goalie in the net. That guy needs to call back and identify himself. <laughs> and apologize. <laughs> apologize to Paul Maurice, please. Got a bone to pick? Hello, you're on the air. The Bone Phone on 921 City. For Midtown Ford, we can't control the ability of your neighbors to be better drivers in winter, but we can put you behind the wheel of something that keeps you safer on Winnipeg roads. Visit mid-townford.com. Oh, whoever's on the night show, I can't remember his name. Probably doesn't matter that much anyways. Uh, Collecting cards is collecting cards, whether it's hockey cards or Pokemon cards, doesn't matter. They're literally just cards. To most people, they're just cards, but to some people, they're super valuable cards. Like if a Wayne Gretzky rookie card sold at auction for $408,000, you wouldn't be like, what a waste of money. That's not going to go anywhere. No one's going to value that higher down the road. You'd be like, that's an investment. So if somebody buys some super rare limited edition Pokemon card that other people are interested in for $408,000 and they drove the bidding up to that point, then there's a good chance that somebody down the road is going to pay more than $408,000 for it. Yeah, that Wayne Gretzky card actually just sold for 1.2 mil. So, I mean, I see what he's saying. The Pokemon cards uh, are probably going to go up in value. I think it's just because it's something that most people don't know a lot about. So it seems kind of hokey. It seems something juvenile. It seems like something that kids would collect, but it's not. It's, it's you know, mm-hmm. full on, man. I think a lot of people, too, just get that misconception that, uh, you know, collecting really anything is juvenile and, and kids do it, right? Yeah, you know, it's because there's the, the stories that come out about the guy who spent his entire family life savings yeah. on Thai Beanie Babe or Beanie Babies <laughs> those or whatever. Those were huge. Oh, I know. <laughs> My but sister like, used to collect those. My grandma did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she collected them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's probably still got them, I assume. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's probably selling them off. <laughs> I wonder what those babies yeah. are worth. You know what, David Norman? You're not getting any of this inheritance. I think it was Beanie uh, Baby. Yeah. I think it was at the time everyone thought they were going to be worth lots later on, and I, I think it's been proven that they're not really worth anything. No, I don't think 
Although, I don't know, my wife tried to tell me something the other night about Polly Pocket being worth something as she was going through my stamp collection. Oh, really? So, uh, <laughs> 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 I know how ridiculous that sounds. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Watching the news and seeing that Israel is going to start vaccinating 45 years old and up. They have 8.5 million people in their population. Canada has 37 million. You would think with our infrastructure, we would be having the vaccine out in huge amounts. Has anybody received it? They set up this thing at the convention center. It's been empty. Who the f*** is going there? I bet you Palliser and all the government officials, they've had their injections. Good thing we voted them in. Anyway, so much for the population of Canada. Let's get this f***ing sh- out there. Yeah, I agree. I, I saw Justin it. Trudeau yesterday came out the other day and said that uh, the entire country, anybody that wants to anyway, uh, will be able to get vaccinated by September. There are some people that think, wait a second, maybe Justin Trudeau's lying about this. That's always, he, been their, that's always been their target since the whole vaccine thing came out. And he's saying that even with the Pfizer shortage that's going to happen this month, we're not going to get as many as we initially thought. But they are still going to guarantee what they were supposed to give us now by the end of March. So they're going to double it next month. Mm-hmm. Um, so Trudeau's saying that, you know, if that's true, then we should still be on target to hit our target by September. The problem is Canada is one thing. It's the, how the provinces are, are, are in charge of dishing it out to their own provinces, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're the province that's one of the provinces that's falling behind and how we're dishing it out. We have so many still in storage that they're not giving out to people. See, there was that's a story, the uh, was it a veterinarian or something? A dentist. It was a former dentist who said it was so unorganized. There was a there was a freep article about it. Oh yeah, he used to. He was a guy that used to be uh, head of the health something or other. Yeah. And he went through he it left. and said what was wrong. Yeah, and he he was explaining like what they did wrong. Is it he went they, in? They didn't even ask him for his ID to start injecting people. <laughs> nice, nice. Like, that's he, what you want. He's like, yeah, I can't be a part of this. This seems dodgy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just walked in past everyone. They're like, here's your needles and here's <laughs> your booth. And the people trying to organize it are exhausted. They're people that are in healthcare that have been doing working and through this thing through the last year and like they're trying to plan it and it's all just failing and hi you're looking for a good name for those people that are violating the health order let's just go back to good old basics they're big wad moron have a good day bye big wad moron i like that yeah (laughs) i think she said something else it started with a d but that's okay it doesn't matter no need to be hasty it's only 8 14 in the morning after all um you know i always like when when we get a call like this um, cause I, you know, I just feel that animal sounds created on the bone phone don't happen often enough when I check the inbox. Just so people know, cats love tuna. You open up a can of tuna, the cat will be freaking right out. She's right. Like, meow. Meow. <laughs> cats love tuna. Dogs like milk bones. Meow. <laughs> Anywho, I could never work at the pound. <laughs> <laughs> I think is warming up to her in yeah. 2021. That's the first time I've ever actually agreed. She's spot on with that there impression. There's been a few times you've spot laughed. Spot on with that impression. Yeah. I, you know, I like when people make their, their I like nonsense. cat calls. I like being cat, cat calls. Called on the <laughs> I think the kitty's sick. Uh, this guy is already mad at winter. Hello. Yes, I just said tickle in my clothes. Man, I'm just so annoyed at the winter. It has been such a miserable, icy cold, snowy, blustery January. Ah! 
Happy end of January. Here we go. Here we go. Thanks for calling. Call 204-780-BALL. 780-2663. 92 on City. TJ, I know uh, one of the big things that you were looking forward to with these announcements coming out yesterday, but what they're hoping to do with the re- lifting some of the restrictions slowly was the um, the essential services, obviously, letting you know you be able to buy everything now, not just the essential stuff. Yeah. And the other big one I know was that you're really looking forward to go back to the gym. Huh. <laughs> you you really bar? Did you say bar? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, bar. <laughs> you know, honestly, the, the essential thing has been boggling my mind. What some of the things that they have deemed essential. Um, so I can buy boots, but I can't buy insoles for the boots. Or, you know, like I, yeah. I can buy uh, something, yeah. but I can't buy stationery for my kid. I can buy the coloring pencils, but I can't buy the notepad to to scribble in. Like That's it's ridiculous. Just, it, it felt yeah, it's and it's stupid. it's kind of felt like this this has gone on a little bit too long because uh, it, this is just my opinion. Um, the stores are twenty five percent capacity. How mm-hmm. much longer is it taking people to go buy a couple extra things? Like. Well, and even for transmissions, how many are actually happening at the store? It's not happening. You never hear. I'm never hearing like, oh, someone at the grocery store got it. Like it's always right. from a group gathering, a, a gathering of ten for a, you know an event of some kind. That's where it's transmitted. Predominantly, I mean, they do yeah. issue those things saying if you were at this store during these hours, there's a potential chance yeah, that there was yeah. whatever, a worker right? because it's six hours. Yeah, you know, exactly. you hung out with their family before that, and that's how they got it. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty low low uh, point of, of transmission for yeah. sure. And and you know, I do get it. I think it was put in place for Christmas holidays mm-hmm. because then you'd have people going up and down the toy aisle for hours and yep. leaving people standing outside. Yep. Um, but now that we're back to not Christmas shopping, yep. um, and I think as long as the respect level is there, and, and who knows, we're we're an interesting breed of people, but um, I like... I have enough respect for for my peers mm-hmm. that I'm not going to just lollygag around a store and go, hmm, do I want this no. one or do I want this Get one? Get in and out, right? Get in and out, yeah. like like anything. But I, I think that's how most guys shop anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'll try on the underwear, but I'm not taking them off. Like, I'm just wearing them out of the <laughs> store. I'll be like, here, just scan the barcode. <laughs> yeah, so Brett Russo made uh, some just announcements from the survey yesterday. Yeah. So one of the, the things that's getting the most... Heat, let's say today, mm-hmm. is about this whole gym thing because the gyms—they're not—that's not part of the plan to to reopen them as for, for these next um, three weeks or whatever the restrictions are going to be. Um, but then, curiously, it was found out through uh, one of the media outlets here in the city that uh, there were still some city gyms that have been operating this entire time through Code Red. Like the gyms haven't been open since November 10th or whatever the day was that yeah. these got put into place. But city gyms, city-owned facilities had still been going, and it was just a very interesting response from Rusin. So we weren't given, you know, specific permission. Our public health orders don't apply to any levels of government. So they don't apply to federal, uh, provincial, or municipal governments. So, um, uh, you know, so I'm aware of uh, health inspectors um, uh, had visited um, some of these gyms and and found them uh, safe. Um, But the real issue, they weren't given a, a... you know, an exemption outside of the order. The order itself doesn't apply to governments. How familiar does wow. that sound, eh? The politicians the are the ones traveling over the Christmas, yeah. right? It doesn't apply to them. The gyms can be opened because, uh, you know, government, it doesn't apply to governments. Yeah. Yeah. I understand the the fire paramedics, the police that need to, that it's essential for them, for part of their job. To be healthy, to, to be workout, healthy and, yeah, and fit, fit and all that stuff. But for some of these other city gyms that are just open to some of their employees? Well, city workers, yeah. Like, you could be working in the office for a city, the city and you get to go to the gym? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, that's that's what's yes. been And this has been going on for, for two months now. Yeah. It is important to say that since that came out, uh, the city did shut down five of their, their facilities. They're keeping just oh, the fire. Good. 
just the fire and the well no they're, they're keeping the fire and the and the police ones open um for them but they're shutting down the other ones does bowman need to get his uh, arm curls in that bad is that what it was yeah i guess mm-hmm. so I think, like ross Eadie's there like just like hitting the bar <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm just trying to name city councillors here who would be working out. Uh, Sherry Rollins. What's Sherry her? Rollins. What's she doing again? Uh, she's an out of the dogs. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the how dog, she the dog's barking. That's how she Excessive gets barking. Her, yeah, lets out her frustrations when yeah. the dog barks. Yeah. Oh, is your dog barking in the park that I created? <laughs> that was my idea. Dogs are barking and making people mad. I better go to the gym. Changes will be announced on Friday for the new health order, which would start on Saturday, so Hey, Edie, get off the squat rack. (laughs) It's my turn, Edie. You better spray that thing down. It's me, Sherry. I'm pissed. Time to answer those deep, burning questions. The Open Text with Rena, TJ, and Turnbull on 92.1 City. Get outfitted with warm layers to keep you comfortable during even the coldest Winnipeg weather. Shop the Prairie Summit Shop, North Face, Winnipeg, in person or online at prairiesummitshop.com. 762-555 is our text line. If you want to text us 24 hours a day, we encourage it. And as soon as we're able to, we will high-five you. For all the messages that you send us, whether they're questions, comments, even concerns. Like this guy. You guys are so obsessed with America. You're Canadian, you know. Nobody here cares about USA. I'll never listen to you idiots again. Yeah, okay, bud. <laughs> You'll be back. Bye. It's a pretty big day for Canada as well. Yeah. Well, you think about it. They're not only our biggest trade partner, they're our neighbors directly to the south. Um, oh, I don't know. 95% of the population in this country lives within uh, a two-hour drive of a border. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean. You go it, to the States. Probably can't tell yeah, you don't go. Probably the country we visit the most. Yes. Uh, your it's hockey, your football that you watch every week. Like, yeah. there's just so many things. Dude. I guarantee you're wearing something right now that says made in USA. <laughs> Via China, but like yeah. made in USA. So, yeah, no, I mean, don't tell me that it's not a the biggest deal that's going on today. I mean, dude, did you not see what just happened the last four years? That was kind of a kind of a deal. Hey, by the way, I screwed up, and I, I do this quite often, so uh, I appreciate you correcting me. I totally effed that one up. Um, 206 is east at Landmark. Duh. We were just talking about this the other day. It's 26 that's at the White Horse, and that's why I... 20626. Ah, you forgot the zero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Could you imagine telling somebody directions to your house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just uh, come to 206 west of the city. Yeah. Like, well, maybe he means 26. I don't know. Nah, he couldn't have just forgotten the zero. No, that doesn't happen. That People don't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, no, 207 Deacon's Corner and then 206, the next one, Landmark. Mm-hmm. Geographical Center of uh, Canada, you know. That's what I hear. Ooh, fun Longi- fact. Longitudinal Center. That's what I hear. The Geographical Center of North America. Do you know where it is? No. Rugby, North Dakota. And that is just a fun uh. fact that you can put in your cap for one day when you're playing Jeopardy, and it'll be like, this town, named for a British sport. Here's play- is rugby British? I don't Australian? know. Australian? I don't know. I don't know. Simone. <laughs> anyway, it'll come in handy. Don't worry about it. Um, which soundtrack is better, Joe Dirt or The Wedding Singer? The Wedding Singer. I don't remember the Joe Dirt soundtrack. Me neither. <laughs> I know the Wedding Singer one, though. Can't have been that memorable, is it? Oh, no, it was sick. Yeah, who's on it? Oh, man, like all of the people. <laughs> like everybody that you could. I, I seem to remember it. The soundtrack. Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, Police Money. Cult, Dave Matthews, Doobie Brothers. Cheap Trick. 
Joe Eddie Walsh. Money. Yeah, just everyone. James Gang. Oh. <laughs> 38 special. April Wine. Argent, hold your head up high. April Wine? Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Roller, man. Roller. Dude. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> Have you not got your morning April Wine fix yet? I haven't, unfortunately. Well, well you just hang on. We got a little sip of April Wine coming up, my friend. Uh, what's harder, running on sand or running on ice? Running on sand is harder, I think. I'd say running on ice, It just depends sure. on your footwear, wouldn't it? Because, like, if you have those tacky shoes, like, if you have the little spikies, crampons even, like, oh, that's uh, fair. Yeah. you could run on ice way better. Yeah. You know, like, just treat yourself like you're... Uh, those would probably work in the sand, too, though, as long as you mm. get a little bit of grip. But they have, like, suction cups on them. Like, trainers wear in the NHL. When trainers run out there, when, you know, somebody's right. faking an injury or whatever... They have to get out there quick. Yeah, you got to run. Yeah, so they run. Running on sand. I mean, when you see David they have Hasselhoff suction cup to it... Shoes? Yeah, oh yeah, that's a thing. I thought they were like little spikes. Oh, they have little spikes too. I yeah, guess that would like probably stick. wreck the ice if they were spiking it up with their shoes. But yeah, mm. spiked ice. No. Um, beanie babies are completely worthless. I give them out for Halloween. Kids don't want them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's because people think you're creepy. We were talking about collections earlier. The beanie babies was a very popular one. Yeah, everyone thought they were going to be worth everything. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, does anybody else collect stamps? I would love to hear from you at 762 You want to compare notes? Yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> My wife has been spending her evenings uh, mm-hmm. avoiding us and doing data entry on my stamp collection. Oh, my God. My dad uh, left me. It's a partnership. How do you rope her into that? Honestly, I think she's just really tired of me. (laughs) I think that's all there is to it. Bye-bye. Okay, bye now. (laughs) Well, that was fun. Zena, TJ, and Turnbull will be back tomorrow morning. 82-1 City.